Hey everybody, welcome back to Beats, Rye, and Types, your favorite podcast about music, programming, food, and other such topics. You were just listening to a track by Taylor McFerrin called Degrees of Light. Taylor McFerrin is actually Bobby McFerrin's son. It's And this album was from last year, but I just discovered it, and it's, it's actually really cool. It's like mostly instrumental, kind of jazzy, electronic music. I don't know. Does that sound like anything I would like? It sounds kind of like, <laughs> like up my alley. Yeah, it does. It sounds up your alley. It's pretty good. Uh, and he's, cool. he seems pretty talented. And he was working with people like Thundercat. I think I, I played on the show before. And people in that in that world of kind of new soul, hip-hop, instrumental music, which is kind of my jam. I'm here with MRB. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? Good. It's gray outside, but I'm feeling good. Yeah. T minus one week to Christmas as of recording this, and less than twenty four less than twenty four hours in the before the pizza book is uh, yeah successfully funded on Kickstarter. So that's that's super exciting. Last week we talked about what our two thousand fifteens were like, and I promised that the next time we would talk about what our two thousand sixteens would be like. I'm the type of person every year at the end of the year, despite protests. I always come at the last two weeks of any year and I'm like, here are my proclamations for 2016 and here are all the things that I want to do and accomplish in this year, having some things in mind before I set out on a, on a, a new arbitrary span of time. Yeah, I, I figured we should talk about that. What Are there things that come to mind, MRB, when you think about like what do you want to get done next year? What, what do you want to see happen or achieve or just be in 2016? This is an interesting end of a year because I have a lot of like, open thread projects that are kind of like underway that that are kind of set up for me to like work on in 2016. So the pizza book, finish finishing writing it, producing the rest of the creative elements for it, meeting with you and meeting with Steve and talking about it and getting in touch with other individuals, other collaborating with other people is going to be really exciting aspect of that. And it's been cool. I don't think that we realized when we started it that it was going to, I don't think we thought through it enough on a lot of different levels, obviously, (laughs) but one thing, one unexpected positive outcome is that it's another opportunity for both of us to collaborate with a bunch of other people who are experts what they do in various things and that's really exciting and i know that we both love to work with other folks so and let them do their expert thing profit off of it so it's very great it's always helpful the pizza book is one thing uh ceramics is another thing i have a lot of in-flight kind of projects that i'm working on and trying to hone my skills further if i you know i made it through pretty much almost i practiced almost every week in 2015 so i'd like to do that again in 2016 and keep improving and do one or two more wood firings next year is another goal of mine in in ceramics land i want to work to spend more of my time doing things that are you know my ideas and your ideas and things like that you know working working more on things like the pizza book that are things that are really born out of passion and get other people excited. And I think we're figuring out a way to kind of spread that and get people to like participate in it. And and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Those are my, those are some goals. I, I think that uh, like you talked about last week in terms of spending time being present, I mean, that's always, that's important to me. 
it seems kind of superficial to list a list of like stuff I want to do or whatever in terms of like thinking about resolutions. It's sometimes healthier to think at like a less granular level than that. Like what, what, what attitude, what, how can I change who I am and how I look at things and how I react to things in order to make just generally achieving what I want to achieve easier and more fulfilling. And that's hard because life is really hectic and, you know, I've, kids and have a, a relationship with my wife and my family to manage and all these things. And I love, and I love all of that. And I want to be present and a hundred percent for everyone all the time. And that's, this is going to help me think through the rest of the, you know, between now and the rest of the year to kind of think through some of those things, because, you know, one, one thing I think we also touched on a little bit last week is that as time passes, and you get older, these things change. It just feels different to think about what I'll do in, or in the, during the course of a year now than it did when I was like 18 or 19 or 20 or something like that. And so at this point, I'm blessed because there's a lot of cool shit I can do. I can pretty much do whatever I want, you know, and I'm good at like just putting my mind to it and like doing this stuff. So I, I think the stuff will get done, but I'm, I'd like to spend more time thinking about how I can be a happier, better person while doing this stuff. That's the thing that I didn't do a uh, really great job of in 2015. I kind of just put a lot of weight on what I was doing and not as much on how I was doing it. And that was ref that was reflected in a lot of what I did in 2015 because it was kind of an emotionally challenging year for me in some ways. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to 2016. I think it'll be cool. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit happening in my family and in my life. I'm very blessed for everything that I have. So there you go. For sure. Yeah. It's That's my answer. It's a good. It's a good answer. You did a good job. I'm sticking with it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I feel you. It's it's the how versus the what is always like a thing I think about because there's definitely been this feeling over a couple of years where I was doing a lot, but at some point I get to this threshold where like I can't. I do so much that everything seems like a burden, and that turns into anger and non-committal attitudes and like just frustration with everything. And so 2015 was definitely a year where I really tried to focus on that feeling and try to figure out where it came from and kind of step back from that and determine what I can do to improve on that. And I'm not saying I did a great job, but part of it for me was definitely just like picking and choosing the things that I care about and want to achieve and doing that carefully to the point where like, the things I want to do or things that I like truly feel like if I achieve and do, I'll be happy about it. And you know, those things are like this and the pizza book and the conference and other, other, other smaller goals that I, I feel like I did in 2015. So 2016, I think is, there are a couple of things that I started thinking about other years. Resolutions have been kind of broad and like non-specific. It's like, Oh, I want to like build this thing or I want to like you know, lose some weight or I don't know, like just exercise more, or, you know, just, you know, kind of generic resolutions that you can just add to a list and don't have necessarily like very specific goals. So this is going to sound kind of crazy, but one of the things I was thinking about was recently I went through this work with a client that I was working with where I helped them 
one of the, like one of the deliverables that I was helping them create was like thinking about their team laying out like a roadmap for 2016 for like a for like an engineering team basically thinking about it in terms of quarters and thinking about it in terms of like people and the hours and the time that they were willing or had to to kind of expend on projects and like what are the demands on them and what can they actually realistically achieve in a a quarter or a year so i started thinking about that in terms of like uh individual i don't know if this is too far-fetched but like we talk about we talk about this road mapping thing all the time in terms of teams but what is i and as an individual what can i realistically think i can achieve over the year and should i just like really sit down and like maybe not plan out my year quarter by quarter or week by week and like iteration by iteration but considering i have my work is kind of flexible now and i really am thinking about like these projects that we're working on like the book and this podcast and whatever else is going to come next because i'm sure within the month of january we'll come up with something new but that's not unlike like an engineering team or like a product team so like what can i i don't know if i have like what that looks like exactly for me but i've started to try to like think about that and lay that out what i want to put on that roadmap for myself is not just like things that i'm gonna like achieve or do or B things I want to learn too. And that's, that's like an important thing that I kind of took away from last week's talking, but also like thinking about this in general is that learning and the act of learning and the act of learning how to do something, not just like programming, but food, whatever that in and itself is like something that's worth putting on a roadmap and putting dedicating time to, you know, the only thing that I've done so far to like start planning out this roadmap is start talking about like, what do I want to learn in 2016 and there are some specific examples and some broader ones. Like I definitely want to learn some new programming related stuff and definitely play with things that I've been thinking about for a long time. I want to learn how to make miso. That's on my list. I just got this book about called Preserving the Japanese Way. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear about it more in the future. But miso making is like step one into that process. So um, I just ordered all this these miso making supplies on the internet. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how I'm how I'm trying to approach 2016. I, I guess I'll maybe I'll check in in a couple months and let let everyone know how my road mapping is going. But it it, it feels like it might be a lot of pre work, but I feel like it will allow me to like think about how like how I'm approaching the actual things that I want to do in within a span of time, as opposed to just being like here are all the things I want to do. I think as personally, I get really overwhelmed when I just have this long list of things without like a really, without like a plan of how I'm actually going to approach it. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people crave that kind of uh, organization. I, you know, I, I think personally I tend to resist. Sometimes I resist that kind of uh, organization because it feels like forced or something like that. But I mean, the reality is that, a lot of the time that we have to spend on creative things like that is kind of carved out for us anyway. And like, so maybe being honest about maybe it's a good activity, at least for scoping, like you don't need to like really make and make like a schedule, but you can like realistically think through like, huh, can I do if I wanted to do like just a couple things well in the first few months of 2016, like what should I just not try to do? And like, be honest and and then like kind of relieve yourself of the 
uh, weird feeling of guilt or resentment for not having accomplished a thing. Cause you're like, well, you know, I, you know, I don't think I'm like going to be more than one person and I kind of like <laughs> sleeping. So I think that I'm going to just be okay with what I've accomplished. I mean, you should always just be okay with what you did anyway, just cause there's no point in like beating yourself up for like not doing this or that or the other. And that doesn't ever help you really get anything done. That might be that might be useful because a lot of people have a lot of, you know, they're like, I always want to do this. I always want to do that. And then you like kind of collect those things and they become an albatross. And so maybe this could help you potentially shed some of that weight. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure exactly what it looks like. Is it like a I don't think I'm like making a spreadsheet or anything, but for a long time, I've been very. I guess in and out over time, depending on how busy I am of like using a getting things done type system. And I'm like a big believer in that. And one of the big aspects of that is kind of related to what you're saying. It's like the, the biggest thing I learned from get doing getting things done over time is basically what you're saying, which is you one, you have to trust the system, whatever system you're inputting all these ideas and to do's into, you have to trust that it, it's going to hold them long term. And then you dump everything that you're all every little idea or thing that you can possibly think of you dump in there and then you just basically take the time to sort and prioritize it and what you end up doing is you realize that you'll just have this kind of like tomorrow or like eventually folder that is filled with things but at least your brain kind of has this realization that, okay, I, that thing is somewhere I've captured that idea, but I know it's not something that I can actually effectively do now or even tomorrow. Like, but it's somewhere and I'll, I can, I can forget about it for now because I know I've captured it really just instead focusing on the things that you can achieve in the short term or like at least reasonably, you know, think about or like plan in the short term. Yeah. There's a, did you see Focus's post about this? Cause it's a similar thing. The 110 one method. No, I didn't. He has a thing like for how he decides like kind of what open source software stuff to work on. He has this technique that I think he got from somewhere else. I will link to the blog post in the show notes, but it's basically a technique for like gathering a bunch of ideas and withering them down and then, you know that what you're working on is like an idea that you thought through, beat, beat out a bunch of other ideas so that you don't have to feel weird about spending your time on it. It helps you prioritize and figure that kind of thing out. I mean, you know, humans in our uh, meat bags between our ears aren't great at distinguishing like a lot of chaos. Uh, and in some ways, you know, of course, insanely efficient at demultiplexing all of the world's uh, sensory input and making it make sense in our brains. But it's really easy to get involved in a bunch of stuff and lose perspective on what you're actually accomplishing and knowing where your energy comes from. There's a lot of stuff around this. I've, you know, I, I just tend to resist quantifying things too much. It just it makes me feel weird. Uh, but I know that people have a lot of success with it and people that I respect who I don't think are like robots. I think they're like normal, like nice people who just like want to be efficient and that's cool. But like mood tracking and all this other kind of stuff is really, I think a very, I think it's interesting. I just, I think that it's easy to collect information and hard to make sense of it. And that for me, I prefer to not... <laughs> 
collect it if I don't know what I'm going to like get out of looking at it, you know? Uh, so, or maybe that's just what I tell myself. I get a lot done. I'm happy with what I get done. I just really want to do it. I want to do it happier and, and nicer in 2016 and get involved with more people who and be legitimately enthusiastically excited about a lot more of the stuff that I spend my time working on. That's my, uh, that's my, that's my goal for 2016. We'll, we'll check in at the end of 2016 to see how we did. We'll be really grumpy or something like that. (laughs) There's two things about that. One, when you and I worked together, we went through this like MBTI thing together. And I know that that was painful for a lot of different reasons. The, The thing that came out of it for our relationship for me is that we realized that we're almost identical, except your uh ENTP and I'm an ENTJ and that P versus J thing is exactly kind of what you're describing it's like you like the journey and doing things and I like the you know finding like the roadmap and like planning out and knowing that something is going to be done and so it's it's funny to like relive that and to know that it's like it's a core <laughs> it's a core part of our personalities but it's something that we we've learned to <laughs> to work together regardless yeah or more specifically you you learned how to work with me i think is a more <laughs> precise way of saying it yeah i mean i i actually uh i yeah i think that 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 emotional uh what the uh mbti stuff I, that did actually help me I've, I've i've used some of that information i i think it pointed out some interesting patterns in, in my behavior i think it i think it's interesting what i learned is that it's an interesting combination of things to like be my personality type where i can show up and if like you know there's a someone or a couple people there that have like the shit figured out i don't need to like i'm like okay cool it's figured out let's do it i'm super stoked (laughs) like let's just do it i don't have a need to like change it or control it or like have the plan like necessarily be like my plan i just really like doing the plan so you and Steve are both awesome planners. And when you give me a thing like, hey, we need this, write 250 words, then, you know, like that's really, uh, I'm, <laughs> I work well with that. I work well with that. If you're like, when, you know, here, here's like, here's 10 different things we have to write. What order should we write them in? I'm like, peace. <laughs> I'm like, all at once? I don't know. What's the difference? Backwards? Um, but no, I, I'm blessed to have found a lot of people that, you know, seem to find uh, ways to work with me on that, even though it can be kind of frustrating. But the other the other thing I was going to say, too, is I recently I gave this talk at JSConf a couple weeks ago now, um, or I guess that was only just like a week and a half ago. But kind of my my going my parting like the parting slide was um, find awesome people, make things you love fuck the rest. That was a belief, but not necessarily all the things that I lived by in 2015, but that's kind of like what my goal is, I think, as a whole. And that sounds like yours too for 2016 as well, which is like, let's revel in the fact that we somehow have achieved some awesome things through sheer power of will in in 2015 and use that to reach out to even more amazing people in 2016 and just keep doing the, the fun and emotionally and and long-term rewarding things that we feel like we're doing yeah amen you know if you're dope and you want to work with us hit us up we're cool we're fun to work with (laughs) we have a cool lead on a 
potentially extremely fabulous uh, individual to work with us on public relations for the pizza book. Hey, we did, we are, we started our burgeoning media empire in 2015. May it become ever less burgeoning in 2016 (laughs) and expand. We're expanding into video. We'll have podcast, video, print, internet, we need a TV commercial. <laughs> Subway ad. A Subway ad. <laughs> Subway signature Subway sandwich. <laughs> you know, whatever. Sky's the limit, homeboy. I mean, it, honestly, Sky's the limit. it doesn't have to be Subway. You know, just a sandwich named after us somewhere. I'm okay with that as a 2016 goal. I don't know. We're resoluted. We're resoluted up, I think. Hit us up with your resolutions. Let us know what you're hoping to get done in 2016 and if you're wondering how we get so much done the answer is that we don't sleep very much <laughs> follow us on twitter and tell your friends to do the same at twitter.com slash beats ride types and tell your entire extended family to f- like us on facebook.com slash beats ride types buy our pizza book at beatsrytypes.com slash pizza because the Kickstarter campaign is done, but we have in the intervening time hopefully gotten up a pre-order page for you to pre-order <laughs> our book on. Uh, and you can always back us with a monthly recurring donation to support our bad habit of podcasting at patreon.com slash beatsrytypes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the 1,000-something individuals who contributed and pre-ordered our Kickstarter book. You literally uh, have made our dream come true of being published cookbook authors once we finish writing the book. Yeah, and if you if, <laughs> if you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. And if you don't, I hope you eat some good Chinese food. And shout out to all our friends and family Uh We're out for 2015. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.